it's super interesting that really how you feel mentally at any given time is basically defined by the balance of these four neurotransmitters in your brain. If you're uptight or anxious, you might be low in GABA. If you're procrastinating, you might be low in dopamine. If you have brain fog, you might be low in acetylcholine. If you're in a shitty mood, you're, you're probably low in serotonin. You have more control over your brain than you think. And with just natural foods and, and supplements, you can help nudge your brain in certain directions and, and make yourself feel better. And it's empowering when people realize something's not wrong with you. You're just a little low in acetylcholine. Just being introspective, I think, is, is a massive part of improving your, your health in all ways. And just being able to be more in tune with, with how you feel at any given time. Yeah, I think kind of most people that think, oh, my memory's not good or like I'm lazy or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, let's do something about that, you know? It's not like a sealed fate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Welcome to the Collaborative Resource Hub by Wellness Provisions. We're bridging the gap between mental health, wellness, and rock and roll. I'm Amy McBride, owner of Wellness Provisions, the most badass wellness business. Hey, are you feeling a little stuck in life? I offer wellness coaching sessions. Book a session with me if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead. Sessions are available worldwide. And check this out. Wellness Provisions supplies rock and rollers with high quality supplements. We've simplified your shopping experience and given you a trustworthy place to go where you can essentially shop blindfolded. And did you know? All our Collaborative Resource Hub interviews air on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Subscribe to stay in the loop. Go immerse yourself in the full Collaborative Resource Hub experience over on our website. You'll have access to helpful resources that will inspire and educate you. So let's inspire each other. If that guy did it, so can you. Last but not least, my legal disclaimer, nothing in this interview or the Collaborative Resource Hub substitutes medical advice. Please connect with your GP if you need medical guidance. Roy from Natural Stacks, how are you? Doing great. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so I'm so excited that you're here. Like I've been wanting to have this kind of conversation for a while, so um, I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah, cheers! Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, briefly, in a nutshell, do you want to kind of like explain your company, who Wellness Provisions sells for those listening, because we do sell supplements aside from talking to cool people. Um, and then also like what drew you into the world of brain health? Yeah. So natural stacks creates open source supplements to build a better brain. Everything we do is brain health related and open source refers to our quality and transparency program. Super passionate about that. We have QR code and all of our product labels. We disclose where all the ingredients came from and a third-party lab test. I think all supplement companies should do that. Hopefully they take our lead and, and follow, um, because just when I was getting into the industry, and this was 12 years ago, I, there's just so much lack of transparency, lack of quality. Um, and you know, you email a company and ask for their lab test or COA, and it's just a, a black hole. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to put that out there just kind of first. And also when, when people are taking something for their brain, they want, they want to know it's quality. They want to trust it. So, so that's helped us a lot, but yeah, I mean, my mission is to become the leader in natural brain health. I, there's really not any other companies that are owning that niche. Mm-hmm. And there's just massive demand and, and there's tools, there's supplemental tools that people can use to help themselves. And it's very rewarding when yeah. they hear those testimonials. Um, yeah. 
so but that's really but quickly though that's like that's something i want to like grab onto for a second is that there are a lot of companies who do make products to support brain health but like there's no one who like that's what they focus on and like that is really important when that's available because that means that that company is doing like so much more research it is so you're just going to end up with like a more you know um like a product with higher efficacy and stuff you know when that's their primary focus instead of just being like crazy all across the board yeah all, all the big brands will have one or two brain products but you know they're they're heavy in joint and heart health and immunity and, and all everything this else stuff. yeah um, but for me it's like brain is the most important <laughs> organ out of all of those if you don't have your brain you know why do you care about your joints <laughs> uh, so so I mean obviously whole body health very important but it all starts up here so let's try to take care of that first yeah so is there like a strong correlation would you say between gut health and brain health yeah of course and it, it's all interrelated um there's there's a lot more research coming out now than there was 10 20 years ago and something called the vagus nerve that connects the gut and the brain and there's um, actually serotonin and GABA, a lot of that, like 50% or something is produced in the gut. Um, and, and yeah, it's, there's, you know, you, you feel, um, you know, butterflies in your gut when, when you're nervous and, you know, you, you could have like diarrhea when you're like scared, you yeah, know, it's that's like, that's uh, what happens to me. <laughs> with like anxiety, it's like all the anxiety, yeah, yeah. I feel it all in my gut. Yeah, totally. And anxiety is related to GABA mm -hmm. um, and, and GABA is heavily produced in the gut. And it, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And, and I think it's just kind of like, it's, I see the, bo the body as like the, the next innovation platform and, and frontier that is just like now starting to get, you know, you know the future is going to be wild. They're going to have like some little robot that you you swallow and it like gives you like instant biometrics on on your gut that you know it's <laughs> and it's like starting right there's like you, there's a lot more data now than there was before yeah but that's going to really exponentiate i think and uh, being able to really personalize the exact nutrients that you need based on your exact deficiencies and not only like but like by the day you know because because these things fluctuate so it's absolutely uh, and that's a good point yeah that's super interesting so um, I have four of the neurotransmitter boosters that you guys have. So uh, do you want to start with one or should I just close my eyes and pick one to start with? However you want to rock it. Yeah. All right. Um, GABA. GABA. Yeah. So, so GABA is an inhibitory neurotransmitter. It slows you down. Um, alcohol increases GABA. So you can kind of think, you know, people come home from work, they're, they're uptight, they're overwhelmed, they're, they're stressed out, they want, to, they want to relax, they want to find that zen, so they grab a drink. Uh, that GABA helps you calm down. So if, if you're low in GABA, you're going to be overstimulated, overwhelmed, anxious, nervous. Uh, the feeling of, of kind of racing thoughts. Uh, you're, you're laying in bed and you just can't go to sleep because you've got, you got too much going on. Yeah, um, like so everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, well, everyone's different, and it's it's super interesting to me that uh, everyone is dominant in a specific neurotransmitter, 
And if you're dominant in one, you're typically a little deficient in another. And it's uh, genetic. So, so you're like born, your genetics, and that just dominant just means that you metabolize, you create one neurotransmitter a little more efficiently than you create the others. Okay. And that defines your, your personality. You know, that, that's who you are, how you see the world, how you process information, how you interact with others. Uh, it's really defined by the levels of, of these neurotransmitters in your brain. And, and even if you're dominant, you know, the levels still fluctuate based on what you're eating and your environment and relationships and all and everything. Um, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it's super interesting that really how you feel mentally at any given time is basically a defined by the balance of these four neurotransmitters in your brain. Yeah. And so like, if someone's like having like an extra stressful work week or something, then they could be more deficient in GABA than normally, for example, right? So stress is also, it's very serotonin related. Um, GABA is more like anxious, nervous, um, you know, racing thoughts, the inability to relax. Whereas stress is, and there's, there's some interesting studies showing that stress and serotonin are, are quite related. If you're low in serotonin, you're more easily stressed out. Um, and, you know, serotonin is happiness, uh, the ability to smile. And if, if you're deficient in serotonin, you're going to be negative, lower self-esteem, constantly wanting to kind of snack or like binge eating uh, because carbohydrates are kind of a quick fix for your brain to make serotonin. Okay. Um, so there's some interesting studies showing like serotonin and weight loss, um, trouble sleeping because serotonin, your brain turns amino acids found in food like L-tryptophan into 5-HTP, then into serotonin. And the last step of that metabolic chain is melatonin. Um, so if you're really deficient in serotonin, then you're not producing melatonin efficiently. Right. So some people would just jump the gun and take melatonin when they could back up a few steps and take serotonin and notice more positive effects probably throughout, you know, their life anyway. Yes. Yeah, skipping metabolic steps is usually not, it's effective. It's more of like a drug approach. It's, mm -hmm. it's more of a bandaid. It's uh, you don't want to do it too often or, or it becomes a crutch. Um, you're not eating melatonin in your normal diet. You know, that's not something that the cavemen were, <laughs> were consuming. It acts a lot more like a drug. So, so yeah, typically you want to start with those building block amino acid precursors. Okay. And so what about dopamine? Because I feel like at least in my bubble, that's like, I see dopamine stuff everywhere and it's, I feel like it's getting a bad uh, rap as well. Yeah, you see like dopamine de detox. It's like mm -hmm. all over TikTok and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so dopamine, dopamine is motivation, drive, the ability to experience pleasure. If you are deficient in dopamine, you're going to procrastinate. That's the, the thing that most people can relate to. If you're low in dopamine, you procrastinate. Uh, this was one of my problems. I, and I've found that I'm a, a serotonin dominant person. And I'm typically a little deficient in dopamine. So I've said uh, serotonin and dopamine are a little bit of a teeter totter, as well as acetylcholine and GABA. So if you're high in one, you might be a little bit lower in the other. 
And that was something I was wondering if there was kind of like, um, yeah, like a check balance between certain neurotransmitters, like if they, you know, if you're low at like specific ones like that. Yeah, I, ideally you want uh, Dr. Eric Braverman, he calls it the edge effect. So like uh, ideally all your neurotransmitters are, are pretty balanced. You're not overactive, you're not under, you're able to produce all pretty efficiently. Um, but that's kind of a, a pipe dream. <laughs> uh, so, so dopamine, I, I think it's one of the more interesting ones. Yeah. So if you're low dopamine, you're going to just kind of feeling dull. You're, you're laying in bed. You don't want to wake up. You don't want to go accomplish your day. Um, you know, you don't have that drive. But how would someone differentiate between that and serotonin then? Because that also just sounds like just being like bummed out, right? It's a kind of a different kind of bump, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so dopamine is is motivation drive. Um, but if you're low dopamine, yeah, you're just kind of dull, like like you're not excited about anything. Where and yet that's you know, uh, I guess a form of depression. And, and there are drugs, MOAIs, um, that that target dopamine. But most um, mood depression drugs are targeting serotonin. Uh, SSRIs and serotonin is the ability to be happy and, and stress-free and just feeling positive. Uh, so it's it's a little different, uh, but but yeah, they're they're different feelings. Dopamine and, and serotonin are a little different, but they're both have effects on mood. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so then um, the acetylcholine, what's the, yeah. what's that one about? So acetylcholine is mental processing speed. Like how fast is your brain processing in short-term memory? So if you're deficient in acetylcholine, you have tip of the tongue syndrome. Like what's that one word I'm thinking of? You know, it's on the tip of your tongue. Uh, you're forgetting people's names. You're, you're have brain fog kind of scattered. So acetylcholine allows you to focus better and have that short-term memory, which is important for really all mental processing, multitasking. Um, yeah, so, so it's like clarity. Yeah. Clarity and processing speed. How fast is your brain going? So like dopamine would be the, the gasoline for your car and acetylcholine would be the accelerator. That's cool. I like that analogy. Yeah, okay. would be the, the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. And so can people do like, I mean, you just take them, you would take these products like as needed, right? Yeah. So, so for me, I take the dopamine every morning. Okay. Uh, we have a product called dopamine brain food and yeah, I don't procrastinate anymore. So <laughs> I feel great. Uh, and the other ones I take on demand based on how I'm feeling or what I want to do that day, which kind of gets to the fun part. So first you want to correct any, any negative feeling that you're feeling. So, uh -huh. you know, if you're, if you're uptight or anxious, you you might be low in GABA. If you're procrastinating, you might be low in dopamine. If you have brain fog, you might be low in acetylcholine. If you're in a shitty mood, you're, you're probably low in serotonin. So, yeah. so first it's like, you know, let's fix that. It, and that is, but, but then once you feel like you're, you're pretty well balanced, it gets pretty fun where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go on a walk in the woods. Let's take some serotonin. Uh, I'm going to go meditate or do some yoga. It'd be nice to take some GABA before that, or I'm going to go work out. 
let's make sure I'm well stocked with dopamine. Um, I'm going to do a, a research paper. I'm going to like organize. Uh, I want to take my acetylcholine uh, kind yeah. of before that task. So you can really optimize for what you're doing. Um, so, so yeah, I take them just on demand. I'm, I'm normally pretty serotonin dominant. So I don't take that one too frequently, but if I'm just not feeling myself, I'll, I'll try to bump up my serotonin. GABA, I take when I'm, yeah, I want to get good rest, you know, had a crazy day at work or something. I come home, I want to be able to relax a little easier. And acetylcholine, yeah, I, I take, it, it's great for verbal fluency. So I, I take it before kind of podcasts. And I should have uh, taken some before this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, reading, writing, comprehending. Yeah. Uh, yep. Here's an advert in less than 20 seconds. Did you know that Wellness Provisions offers one-on-one -on -one wellness sessions? Yep. So if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead in life, but feeling a little stuck, then book a session and let's get you unstuck. Now back to the interview. Is there anything like, I don't know, just super cool right now that pops into your head just about neurotransmitters in, in general that is, I don't know, you're just finding fascinating lately? Uh, recently, I, I discovered the link between hormones and neurotransmitters, which is interesting. So the neurotransmitters are floating around intracellularly in, in between the brain cells. I have a picture of my. Oh yeah. So uh, th those are brain cells and in between those brain cells are, are neurotransmitters that are floating around with those neurotransmitters in between the brain cells. And estrogen, if you, increase estrogen, then acetylcholine comes up. You increase testosterone, dopamine comes up. And it's also kind of the other way around. So you can increase dopamine and testosterone will come up. You can increase uh, acetylcholine and estrogen will, will come up. Um, cool. So that it's super interesting. You know, women report like brain fog when they're going through like menopause or uh, a menstrual period or something. And it, it's like they're, not only are your hormones changing, but also your neurotransmitters are going through a change at the same time. Uh, so, so yeah, it's, that to me is very interesting. Um, yeah. Been just kind of like looking into that recently. That's, that's super neat. And it, I mean, it makes, I mean, it makes sense because I mean, just everything in the body is connected more than we realize yet. Has, has there been anything that shows is like, um, from like an actual like physical practice. So for example, like meditation, does that, does that, you know, increase GABA in the body then? Like, are there that kind of effect? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's like Delta brain waves. You're slowing down your, your brain and, yeah. and you're able to get into a, a GABA state. Um, yeah. And like, you know, sunlight can increase serotonin. Um, right. You know, and, and then uh, of course the food that you eat. So like meat, cheese, nuts uh, will increase uh, acetylcholine. Okay. Um, like chocolate and um, or some other things like caffeine can increase dopamine. Um, you know, the famous one is turkey with, with a tryptophan that, that increases serotonin. GABA, I think GABA might be found in some, some nuts maybe some botanicals. Uh, I'm not sure about GABA. 
You know, I just did, um, cause I do these little factoid video things like with, for different products that I sell. And I just find like the most bizarre, like it doesn't actually help, you know, really about the product per se, but just like weird facts. And, um, I don't, I shouldn't be mentioning this cause I don't remember everything that was, it was about, but, uh, there was one for mood support and it was parsley and parsley had something <laughs> that like one of, I think, I think it, it affected um, neurotransmitters to help with mood in, in parsley of all strange things. I haven't heard parsley. We have rosemary extract in our GABA brain food and rosemary extract contains something called rosemeric acid. Uh-huh. It is a GABA esterase inhibitor. So all these, all these neurotransmitters have these corresponding enzymes. There's dopamine esterase, serotonin esterase, GABA esterase is the enzyme that breaks down that neurotransmitter. So your brain doesn't want you to be overactive. It's kind of, you're trying to find this balance. So a GABA esterase inhibitor inhibits that enzyme that breaks down GABA. So you're going to have higher levels of GABA. And if you can just imagine the smell of rosemary, it, it's calming, you know, yeah. and that's because it, it helps increase your GABA. That's cool. That, yeah. So, so are there, are there any other things that you know of that help to slow that breakdown so that the um, amounts are higher? Yeah. Esterase inhibitors. Good thing that, um, that rosemary is a pretty mild GABA esterase inhibitor because you, you can go overboard with it. Um, Huperzine A, I don't know if you've heard of Huperzine A, that's a quite a strong acetylcholine esterase inhibitor. Oh, okay. And I see a lot of people overdosing it, which, you know, you, you don't want to like force your brain too strongly. You know, you, yeah. you kind of want to, uh, that's why our approach of like your food-based amino acid precursors combined with vitamin and mineral cofactors. That's how most of our products are formulated. And it's like, we're giving your brain all the nutrients that it needs to produce that specific neurotransmitter, but we're not forcing it like a, a drug would. So your brain still has to create it, still has to metabolize it on its own. And your brain has its own rate limiters. You're not gonna, it's not like a, a drug that will like release all the neurotransmitter at once. Right. Uh, so yeah, esterase inhibitors, there's drugs that, that do that. Uh, I believe nicotine is a acetylcholine esterase inhibitor or H. Uh, it, it works on the acetylcholine. But yeah, huperzine A is one that I've seen a lot of supplements that, you know, a correct dose should just be like one or two milligrams or something. And people kind of tone it up too high. And yeah, you, you know, you're going to feel something, but you might get headaches or it might be like just a little too, too much. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask too, was what happens if you know, the levels can go too high, I guess, or, you know, like what, what kind of effects would someone feel if they take too, too much or just not even take, but just when, when the levels get higher. So, so dopamine, if you get like too high in dopamine, then it's, you're kind of impulsive, mm-hmm. um, you know, like gamblers, you get too high in acetylcholine, you're like a little bit kind of manic, um, like machine-like, maybe a little like angry, <laughs> uh, too high in, in serotonin. I mean, there's a name for that serotonin syndrome. Right. Um, it, and then GABA too high in GABA is you're basically drunk. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
is so do you have anything like any two cents on the relationship between any neurotransmitters and just technology sort of you know like the again like the dopamine kind of thing like is that i don't know what do, what do you got on that yeah well the, the dopamine thing is just like you're too much stimulus and, and too much um you know it, a dopamine hit is when you like experience pleasure Mm-hmm. So, you know, like scrolling through social media, like looking for the next like thing that your brain likes to look at is you're kind of desensitizing that, that receptor for that neurotransmitter and it, and then it maybe not won't work as well on its own. Yeah. So, you know, maybe then you're not experiencing pleasure doing things that you normally should be feeling good about. Yeah. I feel like it throws off just like how perception or just how you're feeling like in other areas of your life when it becomes too, um, I don't know, like, I don't know if numbing other, you know, yeah, feeling dull. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like that's what it seems like it has the potential to do if it's, if you're getting too much in one thing like that. And I also mentioned earlier how dopamine and serotonin are a little bit of a teeter totter. So if you're like, become too high in, in dopamine, your serotonin is going to come down a bit. Um, and, and same thing, if you're too low in dopamine, your, your serotonin might be a little high and you don't want it to be overactive as well. Yeah. What about like to um, be more focused? Is there other things that people can do? Yeah. So, so besides like supplements, there's, yeah. you know, light is a big one. I've been experimenting with this. It's called a human charger. You turn it on and it, it shoots bright lights into your ears. Oh, whoa. Uh, so you wear it for like 20, 30 minutes. And since I live in Seattle and it's been getting darker. And so in the morning, uh, right when I get into the office, I'll, I'll blast my ears with bright light. And there's, <laughs> there's photosensitive receptors inside your brain that can be accessed through your ear canal, uh, like pretty deep in your ear. There's these, just like that's in your, like the retina of your eye. Yeah. Um, so this is like, it, it's an easier way than standing in front of like a, <laughs> a, bright, a bright light or something. Yeah. Um, to kind of mimic the sun and, and yeah, you, you feel a little more alert. Uh, you're able to, to focus better. Um, yeah. That is so awesome. I had no idea that existed and that, that, that our body was, you know, had receptors there and, oh my God, that's super cool. I'm like, I have to process this now. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I experiment with all kinds of crazy stuff. I have this machine. <laughs> that is uh it's an inhaler and it's uh hydrogen um so you're <laughs> uh you know this one i i was experimenting for a while i didn't feel like strong results you know yeah i feel good but it's um yeah hydrogen has has just a ton of studies i take hydrogen uh, tablets to put it in the water okay and it fizzles up and it's just getting like a high dose of hydrogen um really great for for brain health and kind of anti-aging type type stuff but does it like increase oxygen levels or something uh no hydrogen levels which is kind of uh you know h2o it's uh, it's part of that um so so i kind of go back to the thought that like just the air that you're breathing is very important you know so i feel like all we ever hear is the oxygen part well, oh, yeah, check out hydrogen. It's, it's really interesting, the studies that are coming out. And it's 
like I said, it's pretty mild. Like you, I don't really feel something, but um, hydrogen tablets, whenever I drink alcohol, uh, it's awesome for recovery. Like I, I would never get a, I could drink a bottle of wine. I won't get a hangover. <laughs> uh, uh but yeah, I, I take other supplements too when I'm when I'm drinking, and uh, so that's like vitamin C and and acetylcysteine. Okay. Um, uh, vitamin B one is really good, and uh, but really it's just like vitamin C and acetyl NAC. Mm-hmm. It it stops the conversion of uh, alcohol to acetyl aldehyde, which is like that toxic compound that gives you a hangover. And so if you could take that while you're drinking and then take some boost your hydrogen kind of and hydrate before you go to sleep and it's and you, you can, can kind of all the time and <laughs> never can. actually feel the effects yeah you could just counteract it well you still feel the the nice alcohol effects but you can counteract the negative side effects yeah yeah cool. anyways i don't know i got off to a tangent there <laughs> so is there like a is there like a time of day that kind of matches our natural like circadian rhythm and biology when like these would be most optimized yeah totally and you could think about the the benefits of these neurotransmitters and uh, so dopamine for most people you're going to want to boost in the morning and that gives you the the drive to go get out of bed, do, do something. You, you want to go to work. You, you want to be productive. That's the feeling of dopamine is your more productivity and drive and motivation. So it's great to take in the morning, uh, you know, say eight to, to 11 a.m. Um, and then acetylcholine for most people is kind of late morning or midday because that's when you're using your brain the most, you're processing, you're interacting with others, you're organizing, whatever it is you do for your, your work. Um, requires a lot of mental mental power and mental processing speed. So acetylcholine is great to take. I, I like to take it like late morning. Would you also take it in like, cause you know how people get the afternoon kind of slump when, you know, they start to get fatigued. Could you take it then as well? Totally. It, these are like tools on your tool belt. You know, if, it, if you're procrastinating in the afternoon, take your dopamine then. But for most people, this is kind of a general schedule that seems to work with with the like what you said the creating rhythm of of just your life yeah um, Sarah I like serotonin for kind of mid-afternoon you, you know you've been you're kind of stressed out you're you're worn down a bit you want to bump up your mood to finish your day on like a high note you're feeling good about your day so I, I kind of like dopamine is and I think we hear that from a lot of our customers I mean serotonin take serotonin like early mid-afternoon and then GABA is relaxing it's calming so you want to take that in the evening for most people you know, because yeah. that helps you unwind, helps you feel that zen. But if you're in the morning, you have a big presentation at work, uh, you're, you're anxious, you're nervous, whatever it is, you can take the GABA then to, to help calm your nerves. Uh, but yeah, for, for kind of the general schedule for most people would be the dopamine in the morning, acetylcholine during the day, serotonin in the afternoon, GABA in the evening. But yeah. like, that's not, that's not a firm schedule because I want people to like, help themselves when they need the help, you know, yeah. so, listen uh, to your body. Yeah. And that's what, what for me is so rewarding, but these are like, and, and people, once they, they kind of realize that, Hey, something's not like wrong with me. Uh, maybe I'm just a little low in dopamine. You know, something's not like you have more control over your brain than you think. And uh, with, with, with just natural foods and, and supplements, you can, help nudge your brain in certain directions and, and, and make yourself feel better. 
and it's empowering, you know, when, when people realize that, that, yeah, you know, it's, something's not wrong with you. You're just a little low in acetylcholine. Yeah. Uh, people say, oh, you know, my first, what <laughs> people say, oh, you have like 10, 10 different supplements for brain. Uh, my brain's not working great. What do you have for me? It's like, come on, take it a step further. What about your brain's not working great? Mm-hmm. You know, are, are you procrastinating? That's dopamine. Are you in a crappy mood? That's serotonin. Are you, yeah. you have brain fog? That's acetylcholine. Are you anxious, nervous? Because that's, that's GABA. Um, so really being introspective. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It pushes people to have more of a connection with themselves instead of like, Oh, I just, I feel bad. Well, let's go further. And, and cause a lot of people don't, they don't have that relationship with themselves, with their body. Yeah. And I just being introspective, I think is, is a massive part of improving your, your health. Uh, you know, in all ways, and just being able to be more in tune with with how you feel at any given time. And, and yeah, I think kind of most people that they think, oh, my memory's not good, or like, you know, I'm, I'm lazy, you know, or or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, let's do something about that, you know. Yeah. And, it's not like yeah. a sealed fate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, yeah, like I mentioned, there's these genetics, there's these neurotransmitters, but different times of day, different situations, um, that the more you can be in tune with, with how you feel. And, and I, I like to just kind of step back every couple hours and just think and like breathe a couple of times. And like, all right, how am I feeling right now? Um, you know, am I low in a, in a neurotransmitter? Um, you know, sometimes I'm just like, ah, I just gotta like, I gotta go for a little walk or something because I, I just can't like, I, I don't want to do this work right now or something. I need to like reset. Um, yeah. But yeah, the more you can do that, the more you can be introspective and realize what you need, the more productive, the more happy, the better, you know, I think you can live. Yeah. Plus even literally just being introspective because that requires honesty. And if you can get over that hurdle of being honest with yourself, then you're already like fast tracking yourself to just overall (laughs) self-betterment. Totally. What do you think of um, the Braverman test, that online um thing because i can link link people to that like through here as well to try yeah i think it's amazing and it that book the edge effect is what it's called by dr eric braverman that really kind of opened my eyes to to the neurotransmitters Um, yeah have you done the online um okay yeah many times and um i definitely recommend it It, it's a it's like 200 questions you know so it takes (laughs) but it goes very fast and you don't want to think too hard about it. You know, you just want to try to answer truthfully and quickly. It's all true or false. So it takes, it takes maybe 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, at the end of that test, it will tell you which neurotransmitter you're likely dominant in and which one you're likely deficient in. And I find it to be highly accurate. You know, you, you kind of, you do that test and you're like, wow, that, that is me. You know, it's because there's like sections that describe you know, what happens if, how you feel if you're dominant in a neurotransmitter and that's really your personality. And um, yeah, so there's other ways. There's something called an organic acids test, um, which is a urine test and it tests the metabolites of, of the, metabolizing a specific neurotransmitter. Some people say it's not like that accurate, but there's not, you know, it's, besides being introspective, uh, this this test, the Braverman assessment, 
I think the easiest way is probably bravementest.com. I haven't checked it recently, but it, it, yeah, it gives you a very clear picture of, of your neurotransmitter balance at that time. And I would recommend taking that, you know, once a month or, you know, cause your levels fluctuate and it just, it just gives you a, a stronger ability to, to be introspective and it helps you understand your own brain. Mm-hmm. And the more you understand your own brain, the, the better you can suit your activities or your supplements or your whatever to, to match, to match your, you know, neuro chemistry. Yeah. Knowledge is power. <laughs> yeah. I highly recommended. Uh, yeah. Dr. Eric Braverman. He's, yeah. he's kind of, I think recently he's kind of gone a little bit off the deep end, but uh, that, <laughs> that book was written 10, 20 years ago. And it's, it's amazing. I highly recommend. Yeah. If you're interested, read the whole book. It's very easy to read. It's not like, you know, chemistry. It, it's really makes it easy to understand your own brain and how these neurotransmitters work. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, I like to ask everybody, uh, do you have a quote that you like a lot? Because I always find these very interesting. But so, um, I'll take it from my parents. So my, my mother taught me that everything is going to be all right. Um, and then my dad taught me not to give a shit what anyone thinks. Uh, so those together, I think have really like helped, helped me as a person just kind of be who I'm, who I am. And just like, you know, I don't let stuff really get to me and, and I can, I can be optimistic. Um, so yeah, I, you know, pretty basic quotes, but <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But it's the basic ones that are the most true and relate relatable. So yeah. Um, the tagline for my business is delay dying. So I like to ask everybody if you had to give someone tips or like advice on how to delay dying or just in other words, live a healthier and happier life, what would you say? I think uh, relationships with others gives you a a stronger reason to live. And you see these like scary graphs that, you know, the, the older people get, the more alone they are. It just... I think having like close relationships with people, it doesn't have to be your family. It could be anyone. It could be a dog, you know, uh, but, but just having relationships with, with a being, I think gives you uh, more reason to live and, and a longer, healthier life. Totally. We are like community-based, you know, tribal kind of humans. It's what we are. So being alone is not great for yeah. too long, <laughs> alone <Yeah>. for too long. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. This has been, I'm so excited. I'm just, I've been excited for this conversation and I'm excited for it to air now because like you, you had said, you know, it's empowering to, to understand your brain and your body and then therefore see like it's not limiting and things can be modified and there's an ebb and flow. So this has just been awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah.